one. Love and light. This is Ellie Talk Show recording on November 9th, 2020. I'm Robert. And I'm Marissa. Show notes with everything. Well, some of the scripture that we're reading will be over at HealthyTalkShow.com forward slash 60. It's always a little different. All Bibles are a little different. Interpretation is a little different. We're going to continue on with Revelation. And we're starting at chapter 17. Oh, that's interesting. The Great Whore and the Beast. Then one of the seven angels that held the seven bowls came and spoke to me and said, Come, and I will show you the judgment on the great whore enthroned above the ocean. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and on the wine of her fornication men all over the world have made themselves drunk. In the spirit... He carried me away into the wilds, and there I saw a woman mounted on a scarlet beast, which was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was clothed in purple and scarlet and bedizened with gold and jewels and pearls. In her hand she held a gold cup full of obscenities and the foulness of her fornication. And ran on her forehead was a name with a secret meaning, Babylon the Great, the mother of whores and of every obscenity on earth. The woman I saw was drunk with the blood of God's people and with the blood of those who had borne their testimony to Jesus. As I looked at her, I was greatly astonished. But the angel said to me, Why are you so astonished? I will tell you the secret of the woman and of the beast she rides with the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast you have seen is he who once was alive and is alive no longer, but has yet to ascend out of the abyss before going to perdition. Those on earth whose names have not been inscribed in the roll of the living ever since the world was made will all be astonished to see the beast, for he once was alive and is alive no longer. And still has to appear. But here is the clue for those who can interpret it. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. They represent also seven kings, of whom five have already fallen. One is now reigning, and the other has yet to come. And when he does come, he is only to last for a little while. As for the beast that once was alive and is alive no longer, he is an eighth, and yet he is one of the seven, and he is going to perdition. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet begun to reign, but who for one hour are to share with the beast the exercise of royal authority. For they have but a single purpose among them and will confer their power and authority upon the beast. They will wage war upon the lamb, but the lamb will defeat them. For he is Lord of lords and king of kings, and his victory will be shared by his followers, called the chosen and faithful. Then he said to me, The ocean you saw, where the great whore sat, is an ocean of peoples and populations, nations and languages. 
As for the ten horns you saw, they together with the beast will come to hate the whore. They will strip her naked and leave her desolate. They will batten her on her flesh and burn her to ashes. For God has put it into their heads to carry out his purpose by making common cause and conferring their sovereignty upon the beast until all that God has spoken is fulfilled. The woman you saw is the great city that holds sway over the kings of the earth. Starting with 18. Any comments or anything you commentary on that, Marissa? 17 was pretty hot, really. It yeah. made me think of our current times. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and not really like a literal city, but I was just thinking more of money. I mean, it always goes back to money. Yeah, Babylon would be a city of man, the creation of man. Yeah. Kind of against God. That's my interpretation as well. And going back to just our overall overconsumption and worship of technology. Ow. Sorry. Why'd you hit my back? <laughs> no, I got too excited. I was too angry about commercialism. Oh, commercialism. Makes yeah. Me angry. Okay. <laughs> Moving on with chapter 18. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He came with great authority, and the earth was lit up with his splendor. Then in a mighty voice he proclaimed, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons, a haunt for every unclean spirit, for every vile and loathsome bird. For all nations have drunk deep of the fierce wine of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants the world ha over have grown rich on her bloated wealth. Then I heard another voice from heaven that said, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins and share in her plagues. For her sins are piled high as heaven, and God has not forgotten her crimes. Pay her back in her own coin. Repair her twice over for her deeds. Double for her, for her, for the, her the strength of the potion she mixed. Meet out grief and torment to match her voluptuous pomp. She says in her heart, I am a queen on my throne. No mourning for me, no widow's weeds. Because of this, her plague shall strike her in a single day. Pestilence, bereavement, famine, and burning. For mighty is the Lord God who has pronounced her doom. The kings of the earth who committed fornication with her and wallowed in her luxury will weep and wail over her as they see the smoke of her. Conflagration. They will stand at a distance for horror at her torment and will say, Alas, alas, for the great city, the mighty city of Babylon, in a single hour your doom has struck. The merchants of the earth will also, also will weep and mourn for her because no one any longer buys their cargoes, cargoes of gold and silver, jewels and pearls, clothes of purple and scarlet, silks and fine linens, all kinds of scented woods, ivories and every sort of thing made of costly woods, bronze, iron, or marble, 
cinnamon and spice, incense, perfumes and frankincense, wine, oil, flour and wheat, sheep and cattle, horses, chariots, slaves, and the lives of men. The fruit you longed for, they will say, is gone from you. All the glitter and the glamour are lost, never to be yours again. The traitors and all these wares who gain their wealth from her will stand at a distance for horror at her torment, weeping and mourning and saying, Alas, alas, for the great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet, bedizened with gold and jewels and pearls. Alas, that one hour so much wealth should be laid waste. Then all the sea captains and voyagers, the sailors and those who traded by sea, stood at a distance and cried out as they saw the smoke of her conflagration. Was there ever a city like the great city? They threw dust on their heads, weeping and mourning and saying, Alas, alas, for the great city, where all who had ships at sea grew rich, rich on her wealth. Alas, that in a single hour she should be laid waste. But let heaven exult over her, exult apostles and prophets and people of God. For in the judgment against her, he has vindicated your cause. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and hurled it into the sea and said, Thus shall Babylon, the great city, be sent hurtling down, never to be seen again. No more shall the sound of harpers and minstrels, of flute players and trumpeters be heard in you. No more shall craftsmen of any trade be found in you. No more shall the sound of the mill be heard in you. No more shall the light of the lamp be seen in you. No more shall the voice of the bride and bridegroom be heard in you. You traitors were once the merchant princes of the world, and with your sorcery you deceived all the nations. For the blood of the prophets and of God's people was found in her, the blood of all who had been done to death on earth. Continuing on with 19. After this, I heard what sounded like the roar of a vast throng in heaven, and they were shouting, Hallelujah, victory and glory, and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great whore who corrupted the earth with her fornication and has avenged upon her the blood of his servants. Then once more they shouted, Hallelujah, the smoke goes up from her forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God as he sat on the throne. And they too cried, Amen, Alleluia. Then a voice came from the throne which said, Praise our God, all you his servants, you that fear him, both great and small. Again I heard what sounded like a vast crowd like the noise of rushing water and deep roars of thunder. And they cried, Hallelujah. The Lord our God, sovereign over all, has entered on his reign. Exult and shout for joy and do him homage. For the wedding day of the Lamb has come. His bride has made herself ready. And for her dress, she has been given fine linen, clean and shining. Now the fine linen signifies the righteous deeds of God's people. Then the angel said to me, Write this, Happy are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, 
These are the very words of God. At this, I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, no, not that. I am but a fellow servant with you and your brothers who bear their testimony to Jesus. It is God you must worship. Those who bear testimony to Jesus are inspired like the prophets. Then I saw heaven wide open, and there before me was a white horse, and its rider, rider's name was Faithful and True, for he is just in judgment and just in war. His eyes flamed like fire, and on his head were many diadems. Written upon him was a name known to none but himself, and he was robed in a garment drenched in blood. He was called the Word of God, and the armies of heaven followed him on the white horses, on white horses, clothed in fine linen, clean and shining. From his mouth there went a sharp sword with which to smite the nations, for he it is who shall rule them with an iron rod, and tread the winepress of the wrath and retribution of God, the sovereign Lord. And on his robe and on his thigh there was written the name King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried aloud to all the birds flying in mid-heaven. Come and gather for God's great supper to eat the flesh of kings and commanders and fighting men, the flesh of horses and their riders, the flesh of all men, slave and free, great and small. Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and and their armies mustered to do battle with the rider and his army. The beast was taken prisoner. And so was the false prophet who had worked miracles in its presence and diluted those that had received the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The two of them were thrown alive into the lake of fire with its sulfurous flames. The rest were killed by the sword, which went out of the rider's mouth, and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hands. He seized the dragon, that serpent of old, the devil or Satan, and chained him up for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss, shutting and sealing it over him, so that he might seduce the nations no more until the thousand years were over. After that, he must be let loose for a short while. Then I saw thrones, and upon them sat those to whom judgment was committed. I could see the souls of those who had been beheaded for the sake of God's word and their testimony to Jesus. Those who had not worshipped the beast and its image or received its mark on forehead or hand. These came to life again and reigned with Christ for a thousand years, though the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were over. This is the first resurrection. Happy indeed, and one of God's own people is the man who shares in this first resurrection. Upon such the second death has no claim, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him for the thousand years. When the thousand years are over, Satan will be let loose from his dungeon, and he will come out to seduce the nations in the four quarters of the earth and to muster them for battle yes the host of gog and mogog countless as the sands of the sea 
So they marched over the breadth of the land and laid siege to the camp of God's people and the city that he loves. But fire came down on them from heaven and consumed them. And the devil, their seducer, was flung into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been flung, there to be tormented day and night forever. Then I saw a great white throne, and the one who sat upon it, from his presence earth and heaven vanished away, and no place was left for them. I could see the deed, great and small, dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, the roll of the living. From what was written in these books, the dead were judged upon the record of their deeds. The sea gave up its dead, the death and Hades, and death and Hades gave up the dead in their keeping. They were judged, each man on the record of his deeds. Then death and Hades were flung into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death. And into it were flung any whose names were not to be found in the role of the living. Very powerful stuff there. Very powerful stuff. I don't know if I'm going to keep going. Whew. That was a lot. Maybe I can keep going. Okay, I'll keep going. Keep going. Take a swig of water here. What are you thinking so far, Marissa? Sounds like there's a long road ahead of us. <laughs> Is the Messiah to return for a thousand years? Just said he's going to reign for a thousand years. Yeah, that's what that says there. So Jesus is going to reign for a thousand years? At least, yeah. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. For everyone. Sounds like a fantastic. I love Jesus. Love Jesus. All right, chapter 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven... And the first earth had vanished, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready like a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice proclaiming from the throne, Now at last God has his dwelling among men. He will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There shall be an end to death and to mourning and crying and pain. For the old order has passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said to me, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Indeed, they are already fulfilled. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. A draught from the water spring of life will be my gift, my free gift to the thirsty. All this is the victor's heritage, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, and the vile, murderers, fornicators, sorcerers, adulterers, and liars of every kind, their lot will be the second death in the lake that burns with sulfurous flames. Then one of the seven angels that held the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and spoke to me and said, Come, I will show you the, the bride, the wife of the lamb. 
So in the spirit, he carried me away to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city of Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God. It had the radiance of some priceless jewel, like jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates, at which were 12 angels. And on the gates were inscribed the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. These were three gates to the east, three to the north, three to the south, and three to the west. The city wall had 12 foundation stones, and on them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The angel who spoke with me carried a gold measuring rod to measure the city, its wall, and its gates. The city was built as a square and was as wide as it was long. It measured by his rod 12,000 furlongs, its length and breadth and height being equal. Its wall was 144 cubits high, that is, by human measurements, which the angel was using. The wall was built of jasper, while the city itself was of pure gold bright as clear glass. The foundations of the city were adorned with jewels of every kind. The first of the foundation stones being jasper, the second lapaz, lapis lazuli, the third chalcodity, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth cornelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chiropaz, the eleventh turquoise, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls, each gate being made from a single pearl. The streets of the city were of pure gold, like translucent glass. I saw no temple in the city, for its temple was the sovereign Lord God and the Lamb. And the city had no need of sun or moon to shine upon it, for the glory of God gave it light, and its lamp was the Lamb. By its light shall the nations walk and the kings of the earth shall bring into it their splendor. The gates of the city shall never be shut by day, and there will be no night. The wealth and splendor of nations shall be brought into it, but nothing unclean shall enter, no anyone who's, nor anyone whose ways are, are false or foul, but only those who are inscribed in the Lamb's roll of the living. All right, chapter 22. Then he showed me the river of the water of life, sparkling like crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the city streets. On either side of the river stood a tree of life, which yields 12 crops of fruit, one for each month of the year. The leaves of the trees serve for the healing of the nations. Every accursed thing shall disappear. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be there and his servants shall worship him. They shall see him face to face and bear his name on their foreheads. There shall be no more night, nor will they need the light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will, shall reign forevermore. Then he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires the prophets has sent his angel to show his servants what must shortly happen. And remember, I am coming soon. Happy is the man who heeds the words of prophecy contained in this book. It is I, John, who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell in worship at the feet of the angel who had shown them to me. But he said to me, No, not that. I am but a fellow servant 
with you and your brothers, the prophets, and those who heed the words of this book. It is God you must worship. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of prophecy in this book, for the hour of fulfillment is near. Meanwhile, let the evildoer go on doing evil and filthy-minded wallow in his filth. But let the good man preserve in his goodness, and the dedicated man be true to his dedication. Yes, I am coming soon, and bringing my recompense with me, to requit everyone according to his deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Happy are those who wash their robes and clean. They will have the right to the tree of life, and will enter by the gates of the city. Outside are dogs, sorcerers, and fornicators, murderers, and adulterers, and all who love and practice deceit. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to you with this testimony for the churches. I am the scion and offspring of David, the bright star of dawn. Come, say the spirit and the bride. Come, let each hear a reply. Come forward. You who are thirsty, accept the water of life, a free gift to all who desire it. For my part, I give this warning to everyone who is listening to the words of prophecy in this book. Should anyone add to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. Should anyone take away from the words in this, pro in this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and the holy city described in this book. He who gives this testimony speaks, yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Amen. Amen. Love reading Revelation. Very exciting. That was very exciting. We just read the whole book of Revelation in the Bible. HealthyTalkShow.com. What we're doing. Trying to do it every day. As many times a week as we possibly can. We want to do it three times a day. We're thinking doing a new <laughs> podcast. Three times a day, seven days a week. <laughs> 21 episodes a week. That'd be great. We finish the Bible in three, in three weeks. All right. Well, we're checking out for the night. HealthyTalkShow.com forward slash six zero. If you want anything, want any information, HealthyTalkShow.com. That's our website. Love and light. Love and light.